0: Welcome to the Loves Podcast, everyone. This is Deanna, and this is a podcast about love, friendship, family, and lifelong relationships. Our first uh, guest ever at this podcast is Raj. Raj and I met at our Toastmasters Club, and I am to this day impressed by his energy, by his smart and witty speeches, and by his very powerful presence. A few weeks ago, Raj gave a speech about his inspiring life story and especially about his relationship with his dad. And while listening, I immediately knew that this is a story that is worth sharing with more people than just our Toastmasters friends. Dear friends, this is a heartwarming story about forgiveness. Welcome Raj and thank you for being here and for giving us the gift of your story.
1: Thank you Diana and thank you for your kind words.
0: So before we start, I wanted to ask you to please share a little bit about yourself. What your passions are, what your interests are, what do you do so the audience can connect a little bit easier to you?
1: Sure, and I'm an independent management consultant. Uh, my, uh, my specialty lies in finance and uh, restructuring companies and I've been an independent consultant for the last seven, eight years. Um, I moved to Canada about 11 years ago I migrated to Canada and uh, I call Vancouver my home Um, Mm -hmm. I'm passionate about helping people, I'm passionate about the outdoors, I'm passionate about the environment Uh, basically I am a passionate person with uh, whatever I try and do. Um, as you will listen, as you heard from my speech, I started my life much late later.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: because of that, I'm learning on a daily basis and I'm appreciating life and accepting life uh, in a better way on a daily basis.
0: That's beautiful. That's actually a great message for everyone. And you're also p- p- passionate about public speaking.
1: Uh, public speaking was a way... A way of expressing myself because I've been an introvert and uh, because I, w- I was sheltered for many many years I had had is- anxiety speaking to people uh, So this was suggested by a friend a couple of years ago to say that you know if you really want to express yourself um, uh, You can do through a media called Toastmasters and definitely Toastmasters has helped me um, Express myself and more importantly to to make friends which uh, which I find uh, difficult making
0: mm-hmm. I I'm surprised that you say that getting to know you after you had been to Toastmasters for such a long time. So this is great. Now, what is your your story and what is the story with the relationship to your dad?
1: okay I, I can i can start at the very very beginning um we i was two years old when uh, there was a government crisis in uganda where i was born and uh, all the asians were, were kicked out um uh, of of, uh, of uganda we were given three months to leave the country um, and in that respect um, my my father decided to stay in Africa, and the rest of the family decided to move and I mean rest of the family was my mum and my two siblings uh, so it took about six six and a half years for my dad to sort everything out and bring us back into his life. so I had no father figure until I was nine years old um, yeah until Until that time, uh, I mean life was a bit difficult because my mom had to start working and support the three kids um, so we we basically grew without our our father and uh, I think uh, that was the disconnect that uh, that that uh, rolled forward uh, in my life and uh, when my dad came back into our life when I was nine years old, I think the connection had been lost. Um, because obviously we had to go through a lot of um, a lot of trouble surviving, and uh, and I think there was always a sort of uh, a blaming game that you know he didn't take responsibility for his family. I mean, for me personally, and not for my sisters. So until until my dad came back to our life, I, I was uh, I was a top student in my in my class. Um, I was good at. Uh, I, I, I was good at my studies. I was a top student in math. Um, and the moment my dad came into back into my life, uh, my grades started falling. Um, wow. And then um, um, we never got along. Um, even though it was a young age, there was always some sort of a friction. Um, I guess there wasn't any connection between father and a son um, at that point. And that friction kept growing, growing by yeah. the years. So as... Sorry, go on.
0: Can I say, I might be wrong, but can I say that there was, um, besides the blame, there was um, the... Feeling of abandonment, maybe, and that was exactly. So,
1: resentment. so, so the blame, the, the blame game was from me because we, I felt abandoned. That uh, the way the, my mom and my sisters and I had to struggle when at, at such a young, young age. And I'll give an example. At, at at about eight, I had to deliver milk in the morning uh, as a as a part time job, right? And, and at that point, it was I had to get up at five in the morning to go drop off milk at people's houses. Um, it was it was it was it was just just the disconnect in 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 the sense that when you look at other people's parents and then you look at you then you compare yourself with other people and and I guess you feel at that point that you know uh, you've been you've been forgotten I would I would say and uh, and yeah so uh, as and 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 then after that uh, as I started going to school uh, to as my as as I started going to higher grades. Say My results never picked up. Uh, I was really antisocial. I had issues at home with my dad and that was creating a lot of friction between my mom, my dad and myself being the only son. But uh, it it, it never gelled. So my results were really bad. I was a, I was a I couldn't socialize with people and I always had this anxiety when I had to speak to people because uh, I wasn't given the chance to speak. Um, so I, I was just a loner, I was just keeping to myself and, uh, and that's, that's how life was and that's what I thought my life was revolving that I would just uh, end up uh, being a loner and uh, have, have a very abnormal life. Well at that point it was, I thought it was a normal life for me.
0: I understand. I remember uh, I was very, you know, I got the chills when in the, um, in the speech, you said something like, and I don't remember the exact words, but you said something that my daily purpose was to make my dad, I don't know if you said suffer, but you said that you made it your objective to make his life hard because you were blaming him. Do I remember this Right
1: that's correct that's that's correct and um, and, uh, and and because of that uh, as i mentioned that there was a lot of friction at home cuz you know i would uh, i would protest everything he said i would disagree to whatever he suggested um and and again we are all living in the same house it's not that it's not that we are living we're are, we living away so in the morning when we go to school everything is fine when we come home uh, tension starts. It's stressful at home because, uh, obviously, my mom had to be the neutral party, and you know she would always try to calm things down. But but there was always uh, there was always uh, some sort of a feeling that you know if he had some sort of expectations, I would go against it, right? It's 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 not a matter whether it was right or wrong. It was whatever he said was wrong. So mm-hmm. basically, that, basically that that was the kind of a toxic environment that I created for myself.
0: Right, but then what was the tor- turning point for you?
1: So, so uh, as I mentioned that I, I was a, I was a really really angry kid. Um, I had uh, anxiety issues. I had no friends. So as as I finished my A levels in, in in Africa, they, 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 we follow the British system. I believe it's called the K twelve here. Uh, when I finished my high school. Uh, I had an opportunity to move to the city for for further studies and um, I left home when I was uh, 17 uh, to pursue my further studies. So as I was in uh, Nairobi, the the capital city of Kenya, uh, I met lots of friends and at at that point I was realizing that I'm I'm completely different from everybody else. Um, I was staying in a boys boarding and I was working for a small company that some of my friends got me in and everybody was different they had different experiences they had uh, they had different family lives and they were so family oriented so i i could never never connect to them and i again i still had uh, social issues so it wasn't until my mid 20s twenty, i was now about 23 24 uh, a friend of mine suggested uh, to go for a seminar called the landmark forum mm-hmm and um, because, because he was really close to me and, and he says, you know, you, you have to see what, what other people are experiencing because it's not, it's not something black and white and everybody is different. So he knew a little bit about my family and, 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 and some of the issues I had, uh, but he was being a good friend. He says, just, just go for the landmark forum and um, he paid for that course. He said, you know, I, I want you to go and do it. It was a weekend course, uh, uh, three days. I think it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and uh, I, I've never attended a life coach or, or a motivational speak, speak speaking course such that for three days. Uh, but he was a really close friend, So I decided to join having no expectations um, that uh, what the landmark forum is. And, and, and that's what they asked you. They said, don't do any research, just come and join, be part of the team. So that was that was the turning weekend of, of my life.
0: Amazing. What happened there?
1: So so basically what, what that course does is, uh, is just for you to remember. It, that's, that's all they do. They, we were 300 people. I think we were 300 people in that course. And I believe outside uh, North America, only like in third world countries, they have so many people that it's usually a class of 20 to 40 people. And uh, they just ask you, try and remember, uh, do, try and remember the, all the people that you've done wrong. And, and what you think the other people have wronged you and uh, and they called people on stage uh, to give some examples and and how they are coping with it so there were lots of speakers who went and and, and were speaking about their personal life but there was this one particular lady who really impacted when what she spoke and uh, what happened to her was uh, she had she had an issue with her mom uh, when she was 21 or 22 as as, as young kids have with their parents and never spoke to the mom for until she was 40. And she had similar issues. She couldn't uh, socialize with people and she was having issues with work. She wasn't productive. She wasn't good at anything. And when she turned 42 or 43, her mom passed away.
0: Oh,
1: no. and, uh, and when her mom passed away, her mom had obviously written a lot of uh, letters to her and stuff uh, that she hadn't opened. And at that point, she said, let me, let me open some of her letters that she had sent when she was alive. And uh, when she read those letters, her mum said that the only regret she had in her life was that her daughter was not speaking to her. I can imagine. And she had written multiple letters, uh, she had written multiple letters, and it was so heavy for her. And she started seeing a psychologist, and, and uh, they told her that the easiest way would have been when the mum was alive to reconcile because because what happens the 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 principle about how things work is when when you're carrying some sort of a burden or when you're carrying some sort of a grievance that stays in your heart and then every else every other things that happen bad to you that weight carries on in your heart so you're carrying more and more weight on a daily basis because you're not getting rid of your original cluster of pain that that you have, so 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 that is that was the the gist of the speech. That something small starts, and then everything else piles up, and then you keep working working with the, with that weight. You're carrying that weight every single day. So so the the process here was how do you get rid of that weight? Because lots of people, like me, I, I had reached a dead end. I had no clue on what to do, but after hearing that that woman's speech, and and her only regret. And, and she spoke for about an hour and she cried for about 30 minutes in that one hour. Mm-hmm. Her regret was that you know, she wanted to tell her mom, I'm sorry, let's reconcile. So something something that happened, happened 20, 20, 21 years ago, she was carrying it. And, and the, that message was so powerful. Um, lots of people spoke about lots of things. And, and But this particular story really resonated with me, right? And uh, so I, I, I wanted a solution. And... Uh, the solution is within it's 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 not it's not without right so you you can go to as many psychiatrists and you can do as many medical treatments to get over whatever you have but the, the solution is within yourself so 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 this was this was the important important part
0: sorry to interrupt you I think this is a very very powerful point that you just made because when we realize that it's within our power then and that we own what is happening to us, that makes us, brings us in charge. And to me, this is uh, not a burden, but rather a relief. Because when it, something is within my power, that means that I can take action for that. I just wanted to add that. So please, exactly. don't rush. thank you, Thank
1: <laughs> you. Yeah, a- exactly. And, and, and you're 100% right. And, and you know what happens is when, when, when the person is go- growing, going through these issues, uh, you're always blaming everybody else. You're blaming your dad. You're blaming your destiny. You're blaming your you're blaming your your stars. You know your planets or whoever it is that you blame. And uh, I mean, I had tried everything. I was very religious at one point, and you know, I'd taken a philosophy. I was learning about theology. I mean, I tried everything to find an answer, but the answer was within so so this is what happens when 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 somebody is going through something they they block themselves with these walls and the, the blame walls which i call call them now mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 when you keep blaming people because everybody has their own circumstances whatever my dad was going through he had his own circumstances his passport was taken he couldn't travel i mean everybody has their own issues but every, everybody looks at it and, and from the filters from what they see and and they block on what other people do so I believe, so that was the turning point for me. And, and the, the solution for that lady was that had it been that, that the mother was alive, uh, to ask for forgiveness. And at that point, it's not about who's wrong and who's right. It's about yourself. If you want to set yourself free, you have to unshackle these chains that you've been tying yourself with so so that was that was that was that was the takeaway uh, from that landmark forum they don't teach you anything else in that forum the only the only powerful tool they give you is the power of forgiveness so everybody had had different stories um, i didn't have the courage to go and talk talk about anything but lots of people who said things was whether it was with their brother whether it was with their boss or whether whether it was it was something with their relatives Everything was revolved around forgiveness. So sometimes people have done you wrong. But if you keep that within you, you are going to carry the burden. So the idea here is forgive everybody and forgive yourself and move on. So After, after doing that course, I remember I finished the course on Sunday and it was very heavy. I, I, on Monday when I went back to work, um, I I didn't know what to do. Right. Obviously I attended the course and I said that what is the best way to come out of it. And, and I really thought about my personal ego and I'm saying that really do I want to, I, I, I don't, I never used to speak to my dad. Do I really want to pick up the phone, talk to my dad and, you know, go through this conversation? How would I even start it? Because this has been going on. I mean, I was about 25 and this issue started when I was nine years old. Right. Yes. How do you even contemplate uh, talking to somebody? And, and even if you're asking for forgiveness, what forgiveness are you asking for? Right. <laughs> and in in the battle between my and my dad, uh, uh, my dad and I, um the person who suffered most was my mom because she had to come and fend for me. She had to come and fend for my dad. And we don't realize this when we have these issues with, when we have these issues and when we, when we try and have grievances against other people, there are lots of other parties that get affected as well. And and we forget about them. Right. And these, these are innocent people my mom had nothing to do with it, but, that is the point of reflection, right? It took me so many years to come back and say that it's this is not only for me, but this is for 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 everybody's happiness. You know, it something got had to got done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Monday in the evening, with the, having a lot of courage together, because I had no idea what I was going to talk talk to my dad. I I I picked up the phone. I called him, and uh, he picked up the phone, and I said I would like to talk to you. And he said Yes. Um, what is it about? And, and no words would come out because I couldn't even gather my sentences like where where should I start right so it was it was it was the most difficult uh, most difficult 15 I believe it was a 10 or 15 minute call from which I think uh, eight or nine minutes I cried Uh, my dad cried and uh, it was it was just I just had to tell him that I'm very sorry for, for for how I've been I've been a really bad son uh, I've been a really bad person. I, I and I did I did a lot of things to hurt him. Uh, in that, I also hurt myself, and uh, I, I want it all to end. And I basically want his forgiveness, right? Um, uh, and uh, that was that was that was the that was the gist of the conversation. And uh, um, I, as I said, most of the conversation was crying. I, I I barely remember what he told me in the speech, and uh, that's it. At the moment I finished my phone call, I think it was 15 minutes or so, uh, I, I was so drained. I went to sleep. I believe it was 8 or eight or 9 o'clock. I went to sleep on the Monday. I didn't go to work on Tuesday. I woke up at 4 Tuesday afternoon. <laughs>
0: wow. <Huh? Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: After it, And how, how did it feel? So just listening, besides the fact that I... I almost cry when i hear you talking about this the second time i i can almost feel the relief and the liberation and getting rid of that immense weight that you had on your heart and on, on your shoulders
1: yes it was it was absolutely Different, you know, I I when, when when I woke up the following day in the afternoon because I was so drained after the course. Speaking to my dad, I I I mean, I felt so light. I felt I felt like a completely different person. And and uh, and and to summarize, after that, is that you know I I wasn't I I had dropped out of school. I'd got a basic undergrad degree or something. I I had signed up for a professional course which I never took up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I signed up and within two years, I'd finished the four year course within two years. And then after that, I had moved to England. And you know, life completely changed for me, right? Because uh, I, I, I wasn't shackled. And, and that's the point, actually, that's what I tell people that that's actually where I really started my life. I started going out. I started appreciating everything in life. Um, and, and and life turned out to be way, way better than than the four walls I was living in. And hence, today I'm in Vancouver. Um, Everything, everything I've hoped for after that day that, you know, I want to achieve or I want to move or have a life, I have it now. And it all started after that turning point.
0: Wow, that's amazing. That's a very powerful message. So wrapping up, Raj, what would be your message to the people out there who feel that they can't forgive?
1: So... That is the only solution. So it is liberation. If you want to liberate yourself, it is the only way to unshackle the walls or whatever is putting you down, is you have to have the power of forgiveness. And it is such a powerful tool. Trust me, when somebody told me about it, I could, could not believe it, right? And now I hope somebody had told me between the ages of eight and 25, because your life, your freedom is in your hands. And end of the day, where are you going to take this with? Think about it. If, if that person you have grievances with, if, if you left this world, if their person left this world, what, what are you carrying? There is, nothing, there is nothing of substance that you're carrying for anybody. So this is for yourself. And, and it's, it's, it seems like a simple solution, but it is a solution that you have to come up with, right? And this is what I say, and this is what, when I went and did it, what have I got to lose? I lost, I lost 15, 18 years of my life, but at this point what have I got to lose? If I can get freedom, if I can, get, if I can get, lose myself, why shouldn't I try it, right? If this, when people say there's a magic pill, there you go. This is the magic pill.
0: <laughs> yes, that's amazing Raj, I am so grateful. Did you want to add anything?
1: no I, I i hope everybody everybody listens to this and, and and you know if you have grievances or if you have any issues with your boss you know forgiveness is a way bigger tool than than people people anticipate or people accept but uh, you know i would i would really really encourage and and you know you can start with baby steps I'm sure there are lots of people that you've wronged or people have wronged you and uh, and this is a, this is a time to reconcile this is the time to grow and this is the time to set yourself free and i hope everybody does that or at least takes steps towards setting themselves free
0: absolutely absolutely just as a conclusion uh, from what i've learned from you raj and i'm so grateful for for you taking the time to share this with us is that not forgiving is a burden for you for the person that you're not forgiving but also for everyone around you. Not forgiving affects a lot of people. On the other hand, forgiveness feels liberating and it is very hard to pick up the phone to write that letter or that email or to face the person but that is also one of the best gifts that you can give yourself and to the world as well because an immense weight will just lift off your shoulders. And honestly, the way that you described it is, it was like magic. And I encourage, and I know that you, Raj, encourage everyone to invite more forgiveness in their lives, and even to send forgiveness to your past, especially if that person is not here anymore. And I love some beautiful words that Raj used today that the answer is within you, your happiness, your freedom are in your hands. And this is for everybody's happiness. And once you can get rid of that burden of not forgiving someone, your life can completely change. So once you can bring forgiveness into your life, your life can change just as Rajas did. And you said it beautifully. That's when you feel that you started living. That's absolutely beautiful. Thank you again, Raj. And I will see you soon at our Toastmasters Club. I'm looking forward to that as always.
1: Thank you, Diana. And I wish everybody a happy and fulfilling life. Thank you and have a great day.
0: Thank you too. Bye.